day two at the Worldwide Radio Summit here in Los Angeles and back in the car park, um, looking potentially a little bit silly, recording a podcast intro. My name is Dom Evans. I'm head of production at Fox FM in Melbourne. I'm talking to audio producers from all around the world, uh, literally, about how they craft the sound of radio stations. This is Podcast. Extremely fortunate to be able to get the production panel, uh, well, most of the panel. Unfortunately, Jake Kaplan wasn't able to join us, but um, I got the rest, and they're very good. So, of course, Kelly Doherty, um, owner of the Imaging House. Ashley Cavalieri is the Production Creative Services Director at iHeartMedia in Connecticut. Uh, Brian Apple, of course, of SiriusXM, and Denzel Lacey has joined them recently as well, still working from Dublin. And Miles Slivko, Director of Imaging here at KISS in Los Angeles. Um, it was a great chat. And um, it was so great that I forgot to hit record. <laughs> yep. Uh, so the first 30 seconds of Kelly's answer is missing. So we pick up just 30 seconds into uh, what is a great discussion around whether potentially imaging is just sliding down the priority list a little um, for some radio stations around the world. So Kelly gives me her thoughts on that. Um, and then we get on with what ends up being a great podcast. Okay, so here we go. With Kelly Doherty, is imaging sliding down the priority list? A lot of social media it's ta- is taking its place. You know, sh- social media has a higher importance now ob- for obvious reasons. And, um, and then there's budget reasons that, um, you know, sometimes it's easier to get your, your imaging done by someone outside the station. Maybe a local imaging person can handle, you know, other stuff. So mm. a lot of it is being produced at the same time. Yeah. Miles, I loved what you were saying about how we have to sort of take ownership of it a little bit, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think that, you know, if you value your time and your work, then you have to be, you know, uh, I mean, obviously there's a balance to strike, but uh, you have to stand up for yourself in certain situations and know how to say no if somebody's trying to lowball you and be like, okay, we need 100 pieces a month from you for $100 or whatever. Like, that's probably a no. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I, I like what Kelly was saying. I mean, Maybe like isn't the right word, but you mentioned, you know, that social media is taking priority away from, you know, imaging and production and stuff like that. And I've been thinking about this too recently. Like, is there a point where we stop putting imaging in the silo of radio production and can it also include social media and digital content and stuff like that? Like, I feel like we're all already, you know, creating content in some respect, you know, so like, I don't know that it would necessarily be that hard to branch out into other, uh, forms of media, be it social media, YouTube, you know, whatever, like those lines of media are starting to blur. And eventually it's, you know, it's just creating content and putting it wherever people are going to find it. So I don't, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that radio imaging could become a multimedia kind of gig, if that makes sense. Yeah, it should be. And what I meant by social media is that a lot of, uh, sorry, a lot of focus has turned to social media or they're hiring more positions and might need the budget for social media positions right. rather than imaging if they can get it produced cheaper somewhere else. But then a lot of that has become, um, you know, the, the imager kind of sits in a production studio with four walls around them and sometimes we have windows and sometimes we don't and um, just not becoming in the background of a radio station and, um, you know, 
there's a lot of things that we can't do that we used to do before, especially with the creative stuff. There's just not a lot of time for it now. And there's a lot of um, push for social media and other priorities. So that's what I was getting at mm. with that question. Yeah. Um, Brian, can we go to you for a minute? You know, we're talking about sitting in a studio all the time. Do you have some processes or, um, you know, work habits that, that really help you with staying creative? I, I do a lot of watching tutorials on plugins, stuff that just gets me inspired, mm-hmm. book reading, create books on creativity. Uh, actually, Creative Quest by Quest Love is a great book. I've gone through it now the sixth time, and I'm still picking up new things that he because he does talk about Pro Tools, being in studios. So I sort of, to me, it's almost like I'm sort of there. And plus, I like classic hip hop. So he talks a lot about stuff that I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that. And then he talk, talks about how he does it, how he got inspired, and thought processes that you, that all of us tend to do, but you don't think you do it because it just sort of comes natural you know it's just one of those oh hey it's creative so i do a lot of that when i was at rockstar games we did a lot of a lot of the sound designers and everyone tended to go to a lot a lot of uh, tutorial websites every day before they started work they watched something on a plug-in right just to sort of fire up the just sort of fire yeah. up and get an idea whether it it, it peaks you may know that plug-in but it, there you may pick something else new out of it or a tutorial on a, a new daw even though we don't have maybe we weren't using it it would just it you know if you're technical especially for a lot of sound designers you would pick up ideas mm. and for me sometimes i just go in and or i'll listen to some music before i get started and uh and I just, if I feel it as I'm producing. If you, you, know, you guys all know, I'm sure you guys, mm. once, as you're producing, you sort of feel it and you don't think anymore. It's sort of like, it's like you're in like a trance. I, I, so I, yeah. I don't know if I answered that question. Yeah, right. no, I think you <laughs> did. I'm rambling. Yeah. I'm with you on the tutorials too. I feel like, you know, as, you know, producers and people who sit in front of a computer all day, like the, good side of that is that there are a lot of us contributing, you know, tutorials and there's just a wealth of information available online because it's so easy for us to put it out there because we're already at the computer. Like I saw a tutorial recently about, you know, most of the tutorials for production are about music, but they apply, you know, we're using the same software. And so I saw a tutorial about creating submixes to uh, streamline your workflow for like mixing music. And like I've, you know, for big promos that have like a ton of tracks and stuff like that, it's just, it makes it really easy to, you know, uh, kind of streamline your workflow and, you know, gain stage, you know, okay, these are my sound effects, this is my music, and, you know, you can sidechain the music to your uh, vocals and all that and like really create a nice mix on the things that need it you know not everything does but you know it's you learn a lot of valuable stuff from those tutorials there's also Mm. tons of tutorials on producing imaging specifically and a lot of them come from um, production libraries and those producers put out lots of tips and tricks specifically for people who are doing imaging and there's tons of value in that too Mm. oh yeah Yeah. imaginghouse.com I yeah, to that during. I wanted to mention the imaging house during the um, panel. Grab that mic from because, Miles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, why? Because you asked the question, or someone did, and oh, oh, how do you bounce creative ideas off each other? And Miles mm. said that you know you talk to a bunch of different people in the studio. I don't have anybody to talk to, so I have to network, and I do have places like tutorials and the imaging house and everything like that to kind of uh, help me. You know, um, creativity, I think, is so critical to what we do. Um, Ben Cooper from the BBC um, had a great point because I think streaming services have come up a lot, you know, um, Apple Music and Spotify. And he was saying we have to compete with them on creativity because we can't compete with them financially, you know, like they're always going to have more money and 
Um, maybe Denzel will go to you first. Yeah, well, I suppose Spotify doesn't have that content. It's, it's purely music, whereas radio has got that connection with people. And I could see Apple Music and Spotify going down the route of having a bit more personality. Mm-hmm. It mightn't be long wind. It mightn't be 30 seconds. It could be like five seconds. But I think that's the one thing that radio has really got is that personality and connection with that listener. Mm. Yeah. Brian, could we maybe um, pass the mic to you for a sec? Um, I think keeping like, well, specifically for like streaming services, they do, uh, well, I guess they do less imaging, but they do do a lot of artist driven channels, you know, sort of like mm. we do at Sirius XM and that's, that distinguishes a lot. But I think imaging for local, like, you know, like you were saying about, uh, you know, uh, keeping things like local that have local imaging pieces have cultural have keeping that kind of stuff on the air sort of defies it other than a jukebox just playing and streaming music that's yeah. pretty much robotic i mean it's all automated you know yeah kelly there's a lot of radio stations that um um sometimes you could take the imaging of that radio station and uh, like someone was just talking about it during the session just now you could take the imaging of a radio station and put it on another radio station in the same format or or whatever in a different market so it what to to tack on to what Brian was saying um and Miles does it a lot with Kiss's imaging about I mean you did one where um it's Grammy weekend in LA and um or or LA is full <laughs> if you're in town for the Grammys, please go home. It's full or something like that, which That's is right. very Los Angeles specific. You couldn't just put that on any station. Right. Yeah. right. I like when I see uh, like something that I wrote and put on Kiss being stolen by people on social media as yes. like memes and stuff. I'm like, okay, that, that was a good line, I guess. You know, like one of them I saw on, uh, there's, a, there's an account called Overheard LA. There's a New York one too. It's like, you know, things people over here around the city and uh, thus like local, you know, jokes and stuff. And uh, I saw one on there recently that was a sweeper I made for Kiss that was like, if I pick you up from Burbank, you owe me coffee. If I pick you up from LAX, you owe me rent. <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant. That's and that's connecting with the audience. I think that's kind of at the heart of what we're always trying to do. Um, Ashley, can we go to you on this? Um, sure. Just on competing on creativity. How do you go with creativity and and, and sort of um, how important is it for you in your role? It's super important, super important. So, yeah, I like to grab creativity from things that are happening on a daily basis, like. Um, there are so many Facebook trends that are going on all the time. So I try to pull things from there to use as imaging pieces. Um, like those challenges, they all have, what was it like the koala challenge was like the latest cool thing. So mm-hmm. I like pulling from pop culture a lot. Um, and the koala, sorry. The koala. <laughs> it looks like it's like the super hard thing where you have to like climb up your partner's body like a koala and like I don't know there's these ridiculous things that they just come up with and I have no idea why but I can never do it because you have to have a lot of upper body strength and it's mm. not happening but yeah of course creativity is super important and I try to grab it from uh Everywhere I can, like when I'm talking to my friends, like what are they talking about or what TV shows Mm. or movies are happening right now or like words like bae or legit 
or you know what I mean? Like, and those words come and go so quickly too. You have do. to be so careful about when you get on that bandwagon because you don't want to be the radio station. It's like, hey, you know, totes good, and it's Dude, like that's not the word anymore. There's a Twitter account called Brands Saying Bay, and the whole thing <laughs> is just like horrible, cringeworthy examples of brands like trying to like, hello, fellow youths, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, look, while we're on this, I feel like tone plays into this a lot. Ashley, you were talking about tone on stage. Um, how do you approach that in your work when you're trying to find a tone for imaging? Yeah, so I would have to find the tone from our voiceover people, right? So I um, I would give them the copy and sort of let them know what we're trying to accomplish within it and then get it back from them. Sometimes I'll send them a an example of what I wanted to sound like. Is this, is this answering the question? Yeah, is this is. what you mean? Yep. Yeah. So like our voiceover girl, sometimes I'll send her an example of what I mean and then she'll replicate it in her own way and um, try to get it out that way. Mm. And yeah. Brian, I just want to go to you here for a second because um, you were talking about a one-pager that you guys do for right. your brands at, at SiriusXM. Right. Right. Um, so how often would you refer to that and, and would you refer to that when you're writing you, more? Or? Usually when, like, we try to rotate uh, producers. So, we, you know, certain producers are better at certain genres. So we try to rotate and keep them on certain, you know, certain channels. But mm-hmm. then we also like to throw them curveballs. It's like, hey, you may be a good rock producer, how about try Symphony Hall? How about try Jazz? Which, it sort of rounds the producer. It's, mm-hmm. Instead of doing the same genre all the time, it's like, okay, you're creative over here. How can you be creative over here? And take take it, but not go the, to the extreme you would for a rock station, a country station. or So we do a lot of juggling. So like if somebody, gives, somebody comes in, they don't know that format, they can look at this one sheet and they can, you know, kind of understand, okay, my dad listens to Symphony Hall or my grandpa would listen to that. Mm. And uh, So can you give us an example of what sort of information would be on that one sheet? Uh, it would be sort of, it would pretty much be the age. It would be, we, we did, I mean, the research was even what kind of cars people drives. Where do they hang out? Do they hang out in coffee shops? Do they hang out at a country buffet? <laughs> you know, mm. uh, <laughs> what's their average income? I mean, it's, do they, do they read digital media? Do they look at you know, newspapers, magazines, or do they read those online? It, it breaks it down almost so you pretty much know the person. It's almost like a identity theft. Sort of, mm. I guess you could. <laughs> I don't. It almost you almost get the social security number. Or, yeah, you know, yeah. I don't know. So I mean, it, it's it's really deep. I mean, especially if you don't know, because I don't know every format. But sometimes I'll I'll be like, I'll use that as a reference, and it, it does help. I mean, especially when you have so many genres and so many different. It's. It's very helpful. I mean, even I guess if you were in a cluster and you know you were mm. imaging, it might might be nice, especially if you get salespeople or you know coming in, or even if you get new programmers who come in that really don't understand other formats. It might be just something nice to have to give to them, if, if, especially if you have new hires in the building. Mm. Smart, Kelly. Did you have well, any thoughts on that? There's also, um, you know, these days a CHR radio station can be so many different things. I see it with voiceover a lot. There isn't one specific sound for for voiceover for a CHR radio station. That same that goes the same with imaging. There's um, so many different styles of imaging per format. So um, it's not just the stereotype of you know I'm going to produce for this for a CHR radio station or this for a rock radio station. Sometimes you have to find what sound fits your station. Well, all the time you have to find the sound that fits your station, and of course what the uh, program director is looking for. Mm. 
Yeah. Um, you know, the relationship with the program director came up a fair bit um, and it has sort of come up throughout the whole um, conference. Miles, maybe we'll start with you. How important is the relationship with the PD and, and how do you build a great one? Well, yeah, yeah, uh, it's all about trust. You know, like they have to trust you to uh, do your job well, like do what they hired you to do. And you have to trust them to give you good direction and, uh, you know, good advice and stuff like that. And uh yeah, you know, when you first start working for somebody, that trust isn't there. It's, you know, built over time. You know, like you show that you can deliver what they're looking for. A lot of times there's like a figuring out period where you're feeling out where each other's boundaries and, you know, tastes are and stuff like that. But uh, once you get there, then, you know, you have a relationship where you just are on the same page and you can, you know, uh, uh, just kind of use your instincts at that point, I think. Yeah, definitely. Denzel, you've just started at Sirius XM, um, so you're probably building some new relationships at the moment. Um, how do you build great relationships and how important is it to you? Well, it's quite different for me because I'm outside of the building mm -hmm. and don't really get to meet these people. So I take a trip over every now and again to New York or DC and meet these people and chat to them what the stations are about and what we're doing. But I just find that when you build up that relationship, as I said, that they can trust you that if you leave it two days late, just ask them, can I deliver this a week later? Um, the work is just going to be a lot better. Now, I know that's a luxury in, in my position. A lot of people don't have that um, ability to be able to do that, but it definitely helps in having that good relationship to build up over time with them. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Um, obviously, we don't have um, all day. I really appreciate all of your times, um, but I did just want to quickly go around. Um, what are you guys working on at the moment and I guess over the next little while? Um, Ashley, start with you. What's coming up for the next year for you? How's um, you got any goals or any special projects that you're working on? For with KC101, the radio station that I image for, um, we I want to get more creative with it, and I want to I just want to do more. And I hear so many other stations, and I voice for other stations, and I hear what they're doing, and I kind of want to emulate that. Um, so I just I don't know. I just want to make it bigger and better, and always. You know, just always improving. Always improving, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. That's yeah. great. Miles, should we uh, go to you while we're here? Um, well, I feel like the big things I'm working on haven't been announced yet. Uh, oh, so, okay. you know. Oh, hey, well, broadcast, right? This is, uh, well, let's <laughs> announce it now, right? That you know, be I mean, issue. well, you know, the, like there's our <laughs> summer concert and, you know, Jingle Ball coming up at the end of the year. And those things, those promos always have to sound better than the previous year. And, uh, you know, the sound of the promo will depend on the lineup. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, it's, yeah making it sound like we're solving all the world's problems with a concert, you know, yep. every time it comes around. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and it's the biggest one ever. It's, yeah, always, it's always the biggest, the biggest one, one ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Kelly, the imaging house is going great. What's on the horizon for you over the next little while? You're about um, to head to Radio Days Europe. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That's right. We're flying out the tonight, flight, not together. Yeah, the flight is tonight, so I'm doing a session at Radio Days Europe in Luzanne. Is it Luzon or Luzanne? Do you know? Oh, you're from Australia. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I feel like we should have rehearsed this beforehand, maybe. <laughs> no, we're good. So <laughs> I'm Louisiana. Doing, yeah, <laughs> if I wind up there, I'm in the wrong place. Um, no, I'm doing a session on the emotional connection of imaging to the listener, because everything is based on emotional connection, whether it's politics or your best friend, and of course, music is in there, too. And so should imaging. So I'm crazy nervous, but it's going to be awesome. Oh, I just this, need to get on the now. plane and decompress from... We just had a big... Um, uh, mixer the other day for the imaging house and was that great. was so much fun to see everybody so nothing bigger... calms the nerves like a flight to Europe <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I could sl I'll sleep call, on Miles. the whole thing hopefully <laughs> that's what I say now but yeah lots of big things coming up um, I'm just trying to be bigger and better like I guess the common theme is 
Fantastic. And Denzel, very exciting time for you, mate, moving yeah. over to Sirius. What's on the horizon for you? I think it's trying to upskill on multi-formats. I'm kind of stuck in that CHR, and I think we all get stuck in that CHR kind of bracket. Mm-hmm. So it's trying to understand how hip-hop is put together. And I've got mm-hmm. Brian here, who yep. is obviously mad into hip-hop, so I check with him a good bit, and he's a great mentor in terms of hip-hop. And just rock and just all these different formats that I've never worked with before. Awesome. Congratulations on the new job as well, Thank man. You. And Brian, what's on the horizon for you, good sir? I know you were saying you've signed a lot of papers and can't discuss too much, uh, but uh, is there anything that you can say? <laughs> it's okay. Uh, um, I, well, we acquired Pandora Radio. I've been helping out a lot with that. Yep. Um, creating new lo- Sonic logos for them quite a bit like right now. And, uh, That's really exciting. What else? Uh, LL Cool J Radio, his uh, Rock the Bells Radio. Working with him constantly. So, And then we... You know, I sort of bounce around. I'm sort of in a hybrid position, so I, I sort of help out here, start a project, then sort of move on. So it's it's almost like I find out every two weeks, okay, here's your new project. But here's so it's 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 sort of kind of hard. So I'm sort of a geek and love to learn new plugins and learn new skills. So I sort of in between do that kind of stuff, make sound effects, and you know do that. That's or awesome. help out, like if Denzel needs help, you know. I and they send me a lot of traveling to go down and help people with right. in, in some of the other. So I. It's uh, it changes all the time, so it's it's sort of hard to tell. That's fantastic. But I, I learn from these guys, you know, as much as you know, I give them, and then they teach me a lot of new skills too. So, uh, so it's it's always fun, you know, just to hang around, all, you know, like everybody like this. It's always because you know it's a great learning experience. So yeah. I do appreciate coming to this kind of thing all the time. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a great community, and um, congratulations to you guys on the panel today. You're all top of your fields, and um, should be very thanks. proud. So thanks. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having us. And a huge thanks to the panel again for joining me. I really appreciate their time. They're all very busy. Kelly Doherty, Ashley Cavalieri, Brian Apple, Denzel Lacey, and Miles Slivko. You guys are legends. Thank you so much. And thank you to you guys for tuning in. Um, I really hope I've been able to sort of be your uh, eyes and ears uh, for this conference. And it's really great to see production continue to be heroed at um, you know these events. It's something I'm very passionate about and great to see uh, so much support from the industry as well. So... All right, until next time, thank you so much for listening to Podcast. I'm at Dom Evans AU on Twitter. Stay safe.